Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spech. Hello. How's it going, Derek? Fantastic. Awesome. Joining us tonight, who's he's had a, um, what do you call that? Uh, he's been away. He's <laughs> walkabout. He's been on he's, walkabout. I've been on walkabout. Yes. Uh, for the last couple of weeks. A few weeks now. John Van Berger, our foreign correspondent. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. How you guys doing? Fantastic. Excellent, except I just can't remember words. Absence. He's been on an absence. Absence. No, no absence isn't the word. <laughs> I'm just having problems remembering a word. Yes. Well, as his, as his wife would say, absence makes the heart fond. Absence makes the heart grow fungus. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that how it goes? I'm not sure. <laughs> what is it when somebody takes a, wonderful. not a recess, uh, oh, when professors take a leave of absence and they go away. Oh, yeah. What's that word? Starts with a C. Does it? Let us start with an R. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Should we just call it a show now? <laughs> this is gold. Please do not stop recording. <laughs> I can't think of the word. I'll, I'll go open my thesaurus. Okay, you go open your thesaurus. In the meanwhile, how's it going, John? It's going, going great, I think. Are you back uh, from your rendezvous or your your leave of absence? Your <laughs> recess? Oh, God, now you got me laughing so hard, I don't think I can think of the word myself. See? Oh, you guys are blaming me, but you guys are just as dumb as I am. What are you talking about? <laughs> <sighs> what you been doing, John? What you been doing? Ah, <sighs> been doing a lot. Been busy, but uh, actually got out on the water today, so that felt good. Sabbatical. Sabbatical. John's been on a sabbatical for three weeks. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Thank you, Google. Everybody, thank Google. <laughs> thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> what was the What was the font, by the way, Derek, on that that you looked up there? So what? The font that, what was, that you hated? What was the font? <laughs> the font that Derek hates, that John uses, absolutely hates. <laughs> I use it all the time. I recognized it. <laughs> <laughs> I was being hard on you, John. <laughs> it made me cry before the show, everyone. <laughs> oh, this has been just, wow. <laughs> Two minutes and 40 seconds into the show. <laughs> I'm calling it, boys. <laughs> Everyone, I was claim, complaining about John's font because I noticed it's the same font that my uh, email program uses. So I complained about it. I said, John, why are you using that font? That's nasty. And I said, You're not, I'm used to seeing Sean's uh, like Ferrari type uh, word and uh, documents that he prepares for the show every time. And then I saw this this uh, pathetic one-paged uh, Calibri <laughs> font thing. <laughs> oh, and it's, Sean, you were wondering why I haven't called in for a while? <laughs> Is is Jan there? You Jan is not here. Oh, she's, well, she, I mean, she is. She's not on a sabbatical or anything. Oh. Maybe, maybe you want to ask her to come up and take that knife out of your back. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Derek gets hostile. I don't Isn't know what's he? going on over Isn't there. He? Wow, eh? Somebody let him out of the house and woo-hoo. There's, yeah. ex- there's a couple extra yeah. synonyms here that I just want to read off. So, absence, sabbatical, yeah. skiving. S-K-I-V-I-N-G, or bunking off, playing truant, but skiving. Skiving. Yeah. Is that like skivvies? Down to your skivvies? <laughs> oh. 
All right. So in the meantime, <laughs> John was out kayaking today yeah. <laughs> or this week. Yeah. Do you know I when I went out, I didn't take a thesaurus with me. Oh. I did not take any <laughs> emails that were written in Calibri. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. A thesaurus would make either a good fire starter or toilet paper. Or both. Or both. Or probably a better fire starter, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> He's got paper cuts. Especially. Oh. This is going downhill fast. And there's no brakes on this wheelbarrow. <laughs> okay, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. So you've been out paddling, John. Where'd you go? So I went down a lake near home here, Lake Dexter, and uh, yeah, I've been out, you know, been out hiking a bit, uh, but this was the first time I actually got on the water today, so it was really nice. Felt, uh, felt good to be back out. It felt, you know, that smell of the water the first time you're out. That was great. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, wildlife. I went and I took a back channel that um, I normally do, but not. I don't go very far into it. And today I, I paddled back in another probably another half mile or so until it stopped. And um, it was awesome. It was uh, super quiet. I, you know, it's it's too small for people to get in with any kind of fishing boats or anything. Right. So, I, you know, there's nobody out there. It was quiet. There's lots of wildlife. Um, and, yeah, and just, you know, the smell of, of, of earth and water and, yeah. Dead fish. And... Great. Yep. <laughs> Judah always reminds me of summer. Now, this is not... I don't, I'm sure a lot of people think this, but this is just something that's stuck in my head because of school. And, you know, you spend all of your life in school as a youngin. But uh, every time I smell a freshly mowed lawn, mm-hmm. I think of summer. And just because... Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't scream winter to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but John's Do you smell gonna... that? Somebody's mowed their lawn. I'm going to go get my snowsuit on. <laughs> Honey, rev up the skidoo. We're going for a spin. <laughs> You're being difficult. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> but do you not? It's, it's, it's one of those things. That it Well, I think maybe what it does, it reminds me of my youth when I was a ute. A ute. <laughs> because it was just, it always brings me back to, to high school and so on. You know, when you're sitting in there and you're in, it's like June and it's like, oh, I should be outside. It's so nice. I can smell them mowing the lawn. Oh, they're mowing the football field. Yeah, and yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Being difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you came here, you would smell that every five minutes with my neighbors. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're having a lawnmower war or something. Oh my God, the lawn Nazis around here are crazy. It's, it's insane. It's insane. The neighbor behind me now is mowing three times a week. Oh, three times a week. How big oh, is yeah. the lawn? Yeah, don't worry about those, you know, polar bears up on the diminishing ice. Just go mow your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. See, we, we have this thing here. We do the don't mow your lawn till your grass is like knee high because of the bees and the birds. And the yes. In the spring, yes. Yes. Yeah. In spring, no right? May. I've mowed exactly. yet. Mine hasn't been mowed yet. Well, we've had an absolute bumper crop of dandelions. Oh, oh yeah. And they're just starting to turn to seed. Yeah. So yeah. I mowed my lawn this week. Oh, okay. Right? Usually I don't, but we have a bunch of um, violets. So our yeah. entire backyard is new green grass, mm-hmm. yellow dandelions, and purple violets. 
Huh. It was like really awesome to see. And our front lawn's all grape hyacinths. Hmm. And that's a, a battle Tracy wants me to mow the front lawn. And it's like, well, I'm only going to mow. And then I mow around all the flowers. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so it actually looks worse when I mow it. <laughs> <laughs> my my back lawn is more weeds than grass. It's uh, Creeping Charlie. It's got little tiny purple flowers, but it's very low to the ground. But it yeah. smells like spices when you mow it. It's like, oh, what a nice smell. It's too bad it looks <laughs> awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually came across a post from 12 years ago. And we've had this lawnmower that long. Okay. I had to rebuild my carburetor. <laughs> I've never been successful at rebuilding carburetors, but I did this one. Apparently it's been 12 years. And it's been running for 12. And it started on wow. the fourth pull. Wow. After sitting all winter. After sitting all winter. Huh. So if well. you need a carburetor on a lawnmower fix, <laughs> apparently I'm your guy. <laughs> if you need a motorcycle carburetor, I'm not your guy. <laughs> I ended up having to take that in. <laughs> you know, one of the, when I was paddling today, I was paddling, I paddled in close to a bank and, and it's really sandy soil down here. And so it reminded me of growing up up here. And there were two workmen out, and they were they were putting up look look like a pole barn or something for somebody, and they were smoking cigarettes. And normally, you know, you're like out paddling, and you smell that smell, and you're like, ugh. Yeah. But uh, it reminded me the combination of that smell of of the land up here, and the cigarettes on on our family property. My cousins, they all smoked basically, right? And so that, for better and worse, is a smell from my childhood, and it. It actually is kind of a nice smell. I was uh, when I smelled it today. I'm like, that's actually kind of comforting. That's kind of weird. Yeah, you know? my you the know, combination. You know, I mean, the, the yeah. Do you, do you guys have Colt cigars down there? Colt cigars. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't know if that's a just a Canadian What's thing it or called? not. Colts. Uh, no, no. Wine down there, the ones they have down there are called. Uh, they have a, they're like little like cigarillos with yeah, Swisher like plastic. Swisher. Swisher sweets. There we go. Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah. yeah okay. That's what they have done. My brother takes those fishing. So every time we're in the boat and we're fishing, he just pulls one of those up Yeah. and starts smoking that. And when I smell those, it brings I'm back. automatically, yeah. me and my brother fishing, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, out in the canoe fishing or, or something like that. That's yep. weird. It's weird how uh, smells just bring you. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yep. to the to the great grass mowing Arctic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what animals have you been seeing out there? Anything yet? Actually, today was kind of cool because as I was paddling, when I got down into the really quiet, closed section, I had two barred owls fly across the river in front of me. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had that happen before, so that was neat. Um, you know, white-tailed deer, blue herons, and sandhill cranes. Uh, you know, the typical frogs, turtles, fish, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then uh, a Baltimore Oriole, which really surprised me. Um, we see them occasionally, and uh, a lot of people put out, you know, oranges and yeah. uh, Great jelly and stuff for them. So, you know, but yeah, they, they seem to be, we start, we're starting to see them more frequently here. Grape jelly, you say? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, you put uh, grape jelly on top of an orange and they seem to love that apparently. Huh. When there's Sean out at the bird feeder again. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he dressed like a giant bird? <laughs> Sean, leave that for the birds. We've, uh, we had a Baltimore Oriole show up at our bird feeder two summers ago 
which totally freaked us all out. And then last year, almost to the week, we had a rose-breasted grouse beak. And this week, we had one show up again. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we just happened to be on someone's migration route or something, but it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun, you know, watching them come through and... You know, the first time you hear a wren or something like that out there, and it's just, I mean, so much sound for such a little bird, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's nice hearing those as they come through. And, and uh, you know, outside of the fact that I'm spending all of my money on bird food right now, it's really <laughs> nice to see them again. Oh, yeah. We're, we're in the same boat there. And, well, <laughs> now, with our HR department, the windows are open. <laughs> they sit on a chair in front of the, yeah. the kitchen window. <laughs> Yeah. And they yep. got a perfect view of the squirrels come up and eat the peanuts and stuff, and the birds yeah. are there. We got a we got a violent, violently aggressive raccoon. Oh, <laughs> I made that big bird catching seed catching thing under the bird feeders. Your neighbors right. must love that. Oh, they think it's cool because they can see all the, the oh, birds, okay. right? <laughs> and yeah, but uh, the last couple of days it's been flipped in the morning. Oh, oh, and the then this raccoon. morning yeah. there's like something has ripped holes in it. Yeah. Like there's claw marks hmm. in it. Wow. So uh, I've also got those up in my uh, bedroom window. Mm-hmm. And those came from the day that three raccoons were trying to get into our house <laughs> through uh, <laughs> my bedroom window. Wow. Uh-huh. It's like one of those, you know, those heist movies, you know, the Ocean's Eleven and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <Just with> raccoons. <laughs> the raccoon version. <laughs> yeah. I was down to my parents uh, last week, I guess it was, and I, I uh, stayed down there. Uh, overnight and I, I went out to the living room and I, I turned on the outside light and there was a possum sitting in the middle of the front yard. He was feeding on my dad puts bird food out and everything. And I thought, Oh, that's cool. You know, so I can, I had to go out and get something at my car. I thought oh, I can just walk out there, you know, and they move slow. And if anything, he'll just roll over and play dead, you know? And I opened the door and I walked out. That thing ran faster than I've ever seen a possum <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Dude, I'm just going to my car to get a, you know, a cable. So <laughs> I hear they Man. eat a lot of ticks. Yes. I know. That's why I was thinking, it's like, I wonder if I should trap them and relocate them to my backyard. Mm. <laughs> that and apparently they can withstand rattlesnake bites. They take yeah. a lot of toxins. Yeah. They can handle a lot of weird foods and they can, yeah. So they, and they can be bit by, bit by snakes and tough. Yeah, little, they're really cool critters. animals. Yeah. Yeah. Cool yeah. Animals. Scary looking, but they're cool animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, what it's uh, what else has been up? Anything else exciting? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been working on the podcast stuff. We can talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. There's something I, I got to ask you about that. Um, Derek, what about you? What have you been up to? Just your your garden sprouting? You said yes. My garden is sprouting. So my the black walnut in the backyard. It's uh, it's it's the buds came out uh, today or so or yesterday. But at the same time, the garden starts sprouting, and now I got to fence it in because I've got rabbits already crawling through it. So they're starting to eat all the little fresh shoots that are coming up. So everything's sprouting. I get there's garlic and onions are starting to sprout through the ground, and uh, all the a lot of the lettuce and and stuff like that is popping up. And so it's it's kind of exciting. The kids are like finding it really cool. So that's really neat. And speaking of garlic. Oh, yes. You yes, sent yes, me yes. something about a new invasive species in Toronto. Yeah, so I hadn't heard about that. It's, uh, what is it, garlic mustard plant? And mm-hmm. it's it's an invasive species in, in well, they're just, I assume it's a lot of other places other than Toronto. But um, they're, they're posting pictures of it 
in parks and the posters are basically saying this is good eaten please come and eat it <laughs> but apparently it tastes really good it's an invasive species and and the park staff are encouraging people to uh to pick it and eat it make salads and stuff with it hey you want to go on a picnic we'll go to the park have a little garlic <laughs> mustard <laughs> what don't don't eat the one stuff at the dog park <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that it that's all that's going on yeah, pretty much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 oh yeah, there is one it's one dark sad thing. It's uh uh Ontario Parks sent us an email notification to kindly inform us that our uh May two four weekend camping trip has been cancelled. Uh so you sad. know what? I've as you know, we're we're Tracy works in the COVID unit. Um and I knew they had to shut down over the May 2-4 because they haven't shut down over all the rest of the long weekends. They've let people go willy-nilly. As mm-hmm. much as I hate it, yeah. it had to be done. Mm-hmm. They had to extend. Oh, yeah, because you'd have all the crazies out partying and it, it, they're still going to do it. But what's good, though, is and it, it, the the lockdown is starting to prove itself. The... Uh, the numbers this week are finally down below early March numbers. So we're seeing like 1,500, 1,400 and stuff like that. And so the numbers are coming down because for the longest time, it was like we were three, four weeks into the lockdown and, and still 3,500, 3,400 new cases a day in Ontario. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's going on? And so yeah. finally, the numbers are dropping. Finally, it's starting to prove its worth, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm so way beyond tired of this i know you know i I mean people want to point fingers and everything but at the end of the day it's the people that aren't listening yeah to following the rules following the lockdowns that need to happen that are 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 why we're not out there this weekend exactly yeah Yeah. honestly that's what it comes down to people had taken the time to uh to Socially distance, physically distance, and and stop traveling and stop gathering in large groups. Then we might have had our May two of our weekend. Hundred and fifty people at a thing. Was it last weekend or weekend before? All the kids, party. It was just a fluke. The cops were just party. driving by and it's like, what? Do you hear that? What's that? What's that noise? Oh, it's loud music. Yeah, like warehouse party. It wasn't even reported. It was just uh, the, the cops yeah. just happened to be in the area. Anyway, I can't wait till we can. Get back to normal. Get back out there. And preparing to get back out there, I needed a new billy can. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We've been using the same billy can for about 30 years. And we finally come to the realization after 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> when you boil water and you have enough for two coffees and your hot breakfast, like oatmeal or whatever. Yeah. And then you got to refill it and boil it again so that you can do your breakfast dishes and stuff. Yeah. Why not just get a bigger pot? <laughs> yeah. So I've thought about it for 25 years. <laughs> I finally pulled the trigger. <laughs> I, I hope you did a lot of research though before you pulled the trigger on that because. I did. Know. I did. So, it's like, I want to bill again. That'll do. Yeah, and after I bought it, I saw a different one, and I'm thinking, should have waited. (laughs) Yeah, you can never do that. Never do that. Um, We had talked, even last week, we were talking about twig stoves. Yes. And 
I'm curious about them because people talk about them. I've seen people use them. I'm still up in the air about their merit on canoe trips and stuff. But I'm sort of thinking if you're out for a day trip and you bring your billy can and you bring a, a twig stove. Yeah. Then you can boil up some water and... And it really makes your day trip. I think it, it gives you the opportunity to just sit down and it's like, you know what? I'm going to boil some, make a tea or something. And you're not bopping around with a thing of fuel on your back. Yeah, either, right? exactly. Right. And, uh, so I figured, well, since I'm buying a billy can, <laughs> I might as well just get a twig stove, get a twig stove at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was a whim purchase because yeah. I still hadn't decided <laughs> on it. But it sort of popped up right there because I'd been looking at them before. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Click, 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 click. Check out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I I was on the uh, Canadian Outdoor Equipment Company uh, website there. And uh, Tim's got a lot of good stuff on that site. So I just bought a couple of things and figured, okay, well, it'll be here beginning of the week. And yeah, it was like two days or something like that. It was on my doorstep. Quick shipping. So, yeah, yeah. Well, all the delivery people have had a lot of practice over the last year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We haven't lost anything off our step yet, so we're good. I think that's the last. Oh, oh, I I will say that's the last thing I plan on buying. (laughs) Except for a hammock. I'm still. Oh, you're still. Yeah, you're still still, a hammock. Yeah. Well, I entered a contest to win one, and if I don't win it, then I'm just going to buy one. Because, you know, I'm cheap that way. Um, <laughs> well, it would be an imported hammock. So well, I've, you know, been, I've, I've, I've got one. What's that? I've got one here I would sell to you. Oh, yeah? Who's it made by? Um, me. Hava? <laughs> the Hava Nap hammock. So <laughs> I've got... Uh, 18 so of them. W- w- I've... We, <laughs> We've discussed this at length multiple times is, uh, I, uh, took my, a sawzall to my sailboat. So mm-hmm. I've got, uh, a, a large Genoa, a smaller jib. I've got a spinnaker. I've got a mainsail. You can make a lot of hammocks out of that sailcloth. So, and the <laughs> ah. spinnaker is made from very thin cloth, but very strong cloth. Really? Yeah. What? Spinnaker hammock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which would double as a sail for your canoe. Yeah. It's all just sitting in my attic right now. Wow. There you go. John, how are you with the sewing machine? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy pal, friend of one. mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've actually got two. I've got one sort of off-brand, which is why I hesitated to say anything. <laughs> and then I've got one Sea uh, to Summit, and I have, which I ordered and I have not even yet pulled out of the pouch that it came in. So um, we've got, we're supposed to get like six days of thunderstorms here, which means you can prepare for that in, in another couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking of, there's a there's this really cool place down in the uh, public hunting grounds area. And uh, it's it's real sort of hilly and there's a lot of rock and, and you know, it's not a great place to, to tent. So I was thinking, well, geez, maybe I'll take that down there and just do a, you know, do an overnight or something like that and, and give it a shot and see how, see how it works. In the public hunting area. Mm. He's going to yeah. give it a shot. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's, it's, uh, oh, I don't even want to say this because this gives you too much ammunition. Let's just say that there is a hunting season going on right now. Turkey? 
could be. (laughs) (laughs) When I was first approached to do the podcast, well, when it was uh, still a radio show, five years, five and a half years ago, almost six now, um, I did research and one of the shows I was listening to was, uh, ended up being on hunting in Michigan, turkey hunting. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I listened to more episodes about turkey hunting. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it would have been about this time of year. Yeah. Yep. And we're just like, oh yeah, turkey season, yep. turkey season. So John's out there dressed as a turkey, gobble, gobble. That's right. <laughs> yep, till June 1st here, apparently. So, yeah. Well, so you got a couple of weeks left. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you don't hear from me, just like sort of all of a sudden you think, oh, he's on another sabbatical, yeah. but it goes on for a while. He's on recess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jan. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear about John, but he said that if anything happened that he could... You would mail me his hammock? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Jan. You're swell. We always liked you better. <laughs> um, but I say I'm done buying things for now. But I've been watching, uh, first off, YouTube. Justin Barber has his uh, a new series just started. Uh, we posted episode one on our um, pages. Him and Saku out uh, bopping around. The Wilderness, uh, his dog, Saku. And uh, so, yeah, they're they're bopping around. It's a good one. Justin Barber, B-A-R-B-O-U-R. Uh, check him out on YouTube. And I've been watching as well a bunch of whitewater, how to read whitewater videos on YouTube. Okay. So when I say I'm probably not planning on buying anything, (laughs) not planning Mm -hmm. on buying anything, I may have to maybe take a venture out to Novacraft one day and say hi to him. (laughs) Whitewater canoe? (laughs) Not saying yes. I'm not saying, does Tracy listen to this? I'm not saying yes. I would rent before you buy. Make sure you really... Can, because it's a it's a very specialty sport. It's a, I I know for me I only go like once or twice a year, and so for me it's I'm not at the point where it would be money wise worth it to. It costs you three to five hundred depending on length of the trip each once a year. Yeah. So it's it's. it's like, I would use it for more than whitewater though. That's a thing. Would, yeah, you know what? And there's been a lot of places I've been going over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I would end up more than once or twice. Yeah. Right. You um, wouldn't want to buy a used one. No. Because no, no, they, no, 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 no. Well, but I would go see normally, the different On companies. a normal year, yes, buy used. If you can get yourself a, a hold of an old Royal X, fantastic. But yeah. uh, like uh, John Bobla, he keeps, uh, he's keeping an eye out for me. He's Whenever he sees a boat uh, on Kijiji or whatever. That's 50 feet long. <laughs> well, eight, at least eight, 17 or 18 feet. Anyways, he sent me one just before I came here today. And, uh, the guy is doing an auction starting bid, $1,600. It's a, uh, it's a Sawyer, 17, mm-hmm. a couple years old. It's not bad condition, but it's like, it's a, it's a used Sawyer and it's like, <laughs> it looks a little bit beaten up. 1,601, <laughs> 1,602. But it's just the prices for used boats are just insane. And, yeah. and so this guy's oh, yeah. trying to capitalize. Yeah. He's putting, he's taking highest bid wins it. Well, you know what? On one side, he's being a putz. Yeah. That's just, Mm -hmm. don't do that. 
Yeah. On the other side, if someone's willing to pay it. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a fine line yeah. here, you know. I think there'll be a line where most people are going, yeah, that's just stupid, isn't it? And then somebody's <laughs> going to go, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like housing prices. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's insane. It's like, hey, I, I want one million. I'll offer you 1.7. It's like, what? just happened yeah well that's what people are doing they're not getting the pricing wars they know you know what i'm gonna have to go this high anyway yeah well, i might as well just I'm cut out some high. time and <laughs> yeah. just throw this number at them and other people go wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, I, we've been getting a lot of calls lately to hey are you thinking of selling your house yeah because we just sold them for nine hundred thousand dollars in your neighborhood yeah it's like to who? I'd st- <laughs> yeah to who <laughs> And, and then there's the problem is like, okay, if I sell my house, I've got to buy another one. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've said if we were to sell it at that kind of money, mm-hmm. I mean, we walk away with a lot of money because we're almost, we've only got like one or two years left to pay anyway yeah. in the house, right? And I mean, we've, at that kind of, what we paid for the house versus what we would sell it for now. Yeah. Yeah. I would move way up north <laughs> and have a crap load of money in the bank. <laughs> Because <laughs> what are you going to use it up? You know, like. Well, and you've already proved you can work from home. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, see? You guys want to keep me. I got to work from home. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to live in the Quarthas or, or live oh, up in the Algonquin no, no, Park. No. Or... Hello, I'm calling from Timmins. <laughs> oh, that far. <laughs> that far. Oh, yeah, I'd be heading up there, boys. Yeah. Yeah. I would almost be like, I'd be another foreign correspondent. <laughs> uh, but no, you know what? No, I, I'd, I'd like to go and. I, I've never been one for whitewater, but just all the videos and watching yes. the films and I, it's starting to pique my interest, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go out and buy one right off the bat. I don't think having said that, but, um, <laughs> it would, de- it yeah. would definitely get used. Yeah. Definitely. You know, something like that. I make sure it gets used, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Whitewater is yeah. a lot of fun. It's challenging. It's a lot of fun. It's like I, well, I've been going once or twice a year for the last oh, eight years. Yeah. See. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, and when you can, I mean, there's there's places I strictly avoid in Algonquin, strictly because of the people. Everything is a rapid, so oh, you're constantly yeah, 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 doing yeah, yeah, portages. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed, yeah. if you had the whitewater skills, yeah. You know, brrr, down you I'm go. I'm going to run the Petawawa or there's a, there's this creek that I always bypass because, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's like, yeah. I And hmm. the same thing for me. Like, uh, before I, I learned my whitewater skills, like there's a uh, east side of the park. Where did we do the first AA gathering? Shirley. Shirley? What's, uh, okay, the second year. Whatever. There's some. There's a. There's a, the. There's a cabin. There's the white water. There's a section. And previous years, I, like I, I walked the portage. Oh, that looks. Oh, I'm not doing that. But uh, I ran it with the wife and kids mm-hmm. <laughs> in a Kevlar canoe. Right. It's. It's not a bad section. Yeah. But uh, you got to know what you're doing and. Got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'd rather. I'd rather bust somebody else's canoe first than my own. <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's a rental. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I like the challenge of it. Um, what, what do we got going here? Red Paddle Company. Uh, they're on uh, a lot of their stuff on. See their stuff on the the internet there. Spoonflower and the Red Paddle Company are hosting a World Waterways Design Challenge because uh, June eighth is World Ocean Day, 
And the theme this year is the ocean life and livelihoods. And they're looking for creative people that like to paddle uh, to consider submitting a sketch in the Red Paddle Company's World Waterways Design Challenge. It uh, looks like they are... Our talent design team usually have the fun job of deciding the look and feel of our 10-foot, 6-inch ride board, but we can't wait to see what visions our creative community will have for it. Mm. If you just Google uh, World Waterways Design Challenge, it'll pop right up. You go to the website. It gives you all the details. Submissions must be sent by June 1st. Uh, winners announced June 17th, 2nd, 3rd, 4th place as well. And apparently it's uh, voting by the paddling community. Yeah, and then the, right? your the winner's design gets made. Mm -hmm. Which would really, uh, be pretty cool. When I read your notes yeah. on this, I was confused. I was almost to the very end of the article when I was like, what are they talking about here? Until I realized that the Red Paddle Company makes stand-up paddle boards. <laughs> Yes. Oh, did you not know that? <laughs> no, I got oh. right to the end of the store. It's like, I'm so confused. Why are they not making paddles? And what's with the different colors? And, and they're making, what, far different color paddles? It's like, then I saw the one word way at the end, paddleboard manufacturing. It's like, oh, now I understand. <laughs> That's like a third of the way into it. No, it's not third. That's probably because you read it like, two minutes before we started the yeah. podcast. Okay, well, that's yeah. true. So <laughs> go go to the World Waterways Design Challenge and uh, click the website, find out all the details, and if and you're design kind of a paddleboard. Yeah, design a paddleboard. You might win one. Yeah. Y yeah. You know, by the way, Derek, if that was in Calibri, you probably would have picked <laughs> that up right away. Yeah. Yeah, I could have thrown in some bad grammar and some I, words I, I didn't know. I don't even know you're saying the font correctly. I thought it was Calibri, and you keep saying Calibri. But you, but you were a, 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 a journalist, so I guess I guess I'll take your word for it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Calibri sounds like something like ancient Greek or Roman or yeah. something. And then Calibri is like calibrate, calibrate the letters. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. You know. guys are nerds. <laughs> uh, it's bioluminescent time. Ah, yes. June to October, the water in Merritt Island National Wildlife Refuge on Florida's Merritt Island glows blue because of bioluminescent organisms that gather there annually. And now is the time. Uh, they say June to October. So June it starts. And when these, uh, when the organisms move through the water, they create this glow. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen the National Geographic pictures of it and stuff like that. You can see fish underwater and stuff like yeah. that. There is... Uh, a company get up and go kayaking excursion down there who will rent you kayaks and they are like see-through kayaks oh so when cool. you're paddling through this bioluminescent stuff you can see it rippling all everywhere. around you beneath you it's lighting everything up and everything it's Very cool. really cool uh edith witter founder of Ocean Research and Conservation Association, says the bloom is consistent in this location because it happens in an estuary that tends to be protected and stable. Very cool. Um, um, this, yeah, that'd be kind of cool to do that, eh? This reminds me, I've got, uh, I got it for Christmas, and uh, it's it's an hourglass shape. I, I bought it online somewhere. And so it's an hourglass shape, and uh, it's a 
You know, you as a kid, you used to buy and, and raise sea monkeys. Yes. Well, this, <laughs> kit, this kit is to you raise biolum, bioluminescent creatures. Really? Cool. Yeah. They're and micro- you haven't done it yet? No, well, no. I, you have to... Uh, you have to uh, order in the live creatures, and it's been well. Previous to this, it was winter, so they say you have to be home to receive the package because they can't get chilled or freeze. And then yeah. I then I forgot. Now now that it's summarized, you now that I saw this, like oh yeah, I got to order those things. See, and you could have brought them here. I could have. So as we're talking about this, if you had planned yeah. this article ahead. <sighs> <laughs> no, but that reminds me. I gotta order the. Uh, I gotta order the stuff, and uh, so it's it's just this little, this clear hourglass shape, and and you, you lift the lid to feed them once every couple days, and then seal it back up, and you leave it out, and you can just swirl it, and they all light up, and really, yeah, I'm very excited about it. You're putting it on your bike, aren't you? <laughs> no tire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh, they're starting to froth. <laughs> um, this uh, get up and go kayaking—they launch from Hallover Canal, which is an area that's home to large manatee and dolphin populations, making it very likely they'll make an appearance during your ride. That'd be cool. Do yeah. You, do you ever watch? Do you ever watch Hallover videos? Hallover. So the mouth of Hallover. In Florida, so it's uh, it's an outflow, and uh, it's where the the tides come in and meet the outflow, <laughs> and the water is uh, is irregular, and so there's a lot of videos online. You just Google haul over boats, and uh, these boats will be coming through, and people who don't know what they're doing, the boat nose dives into the into the swell, and just sinks, or every, like people get blasted. I've seen pictures. Or video of people at Hallover, the the person bulldozes into the into the swell. The person on the nose of the boat, they say, do not put people on the nose of the boat when you go through here. Anyways, I saw a woman fly off like fifteen feet in the air, land in the water. Then they had to circle around trying to find her. Wow, <laughs> it's crazy. It's just Florida Hallover, uh, uh, Florida Hallover boats, and and you'll see all these videos. It's wicked. <laughs> so with that in mind, go rent a kayak <laughs> at night. It's the bioluminescence. <laughs> Book your trip in July and August, they say. Uh, Merritt Island is also home to NASA's Kennedy Space Center, just in case things don't work out. Yes. <laughs> cool. I want to go there. That's where I want to go. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I'm going south, but I don't think I'm going to go that far south. I'm going south this next month, I think. How far? Uh, well, I'm going to go down to Missouri and, and Arkansas again um, to do a little bit more paddling in the Ozarks. Right, cool. And, uh, yeah, I was talking with uh, some folks down in, in Missouri today, and it was like, you know, that 11-point river that I wanted to do uh, last time, but it was too low water-wise, is actually uh, very paddleable right now. Paddleable? Paddleable. 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 Yeah. paddleable. If you say it too many uh, so- times, it's just going to sound wrong. <laughs> able to be paddled yes <laughs> there you go and uh yeah so i i'm think i'm gonna go down there i may make a swing over into tennessee and uh i don't think i'll get down that far but i would love to do that hmm 
That sounds like an awesome trip. I'd love to do see some paddle in some of those areas. Yeah. Borders well, you know, there's those, there are those cave tours in Kentucky too, right? Where you go in at night and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Maybe I could do that instead and pretend it's bioluminescence. <laughs> yeah. Just bring a colored flashlight. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> and some LSD. No, no. <laughs> Family friendly show. Yeah, they, they provide <laughs> and it's that not the 1960s. It's not the 70s anymore. <laughs> uh, two men and a dog are paddling across Canada, even though Derek's getting nitpicky. Because they didn't start in BC. <laughs> At least they didn't cross all of Canada. They're just paddling across it, not the entire thing. They're just doing, most of it. And, and are they going to actually hit the Atlantic Ocean? They didn't touch the Pacific. Fredericton, New Brunswick. <laughs> Fredericton, a cool, New Brun- a cool, heartwarming story. Yes, <laughs> Fredericton's inland. It's not a coastal city. Two men plus a dog. I mean, this are is, paddling. I'll stop this- picking on them. This is a, a long Disney distance. Movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and somewhere in the middle, somebody lobs a hand grenade. <laughs> Way to go, Derek. Proud of you, Quebec. That's pretty much in the oh. middle. Yeah. Uh, Brett Casey is heading back to school in Fredericton, New Brunswick in September. You and to, Fredericton. To get there, he, he's decided he's going to canoe across Canada, or most of Canada. Yeah, yeah. To appease Derek. (laughs) Coming along for the cross-country summer adventure is Casey's friend Elias Edderkorn and Tundra the dog. Tundra. In late December, I called my friend Eli and said, hey, do you want to canoe to New Brunswick? And he pretty quickly said, sure, let's do it. (laughs) What else am I going to (laughs) do? They say it's it's, the idea stemmed from a combination of pandemic boredom and craving excitement. (laughs) <laughs> so they're already three weeks in. I've tried to find a, a ton more information on exact dates and so times and distances. There. And they're almost there then. Yeah, they're almost, yeah. Because <laughs> they started in like the outskirts of Fredericton. <laughs> <laughs> Such a putz. You should interview them when they come through your area and then Derek can lay out his case of why this yeah. is a bad trip. Listen, guys, you're not kayaking or canoeing across Canada. You You're canoeing across you missed the a Rocky portion Mountains. of it. You missed the Rocky Mountains. And and the last few hundred kilometers to the coast. Like, come on, guys. Let's call it a spade a spade here, right? You guys got to stop picking on these two guys. They might listen to this podcast. Well, and here's the thing. You know, I mean, you got your first piece of hate mail, what, about, what was that, like three, four months ago? About yeah, the snakes. Yeah, yeah about right? the snakes. So, I mean, you could have your first piece of you know, what, host bashing? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they could just take a paddle and beat the crap out of you for that. <laughs> yeah. you know? That guy, that guy's Derek over there. <laughs> stick their dog on you and, you know, yeah. I'd be careful what you say from here on out, Derek. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yep, of yep, Canada. Yep. <laughs> yeah, most of Canada. <laughs> um, both men have forestry backgrounds. Both worked as wildland firefighters for many years. I've only ever canoed and rafted in rivers, Casey says, and I've never done much lake stuff. Eli's done quite a bit of lake stuff and not much on rivers, so between the two of us, we should be able to figure it out. (laughs) There you go. See? (laughs) Figure it out. That makes out for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. Trio expects the trip to take between four and five months, depending on weather and other conditions. The goal is average 40 kilometers a day. That's pretty uh, aggressive. Starting point was Rocky Mountain House in Alberta, and they'll end up in Fredericton, New Brunswick, where Casey and Edderkorn first met. 
See, it's all downhill from there, Derek. You can <laughs> nail them about that too. Yeah. My good friend Brett needed a companion for a big adventure, and so far they've encountered a bear, a porcupine, but Tundra's been an effective guard dog. Um, she's come along on many past uh, boating trips. She gets us motivated to get out of the tent in the morning and on with the day. It's always a nice companion to have. They're looking forward to seeing more wildlife, which that's a big thing, right? Getting out in nature mm-hmm. and seeing the wildlife in that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I was thinking about this and the, the big thing, cause we've known other people that like Mike Ranta and whatnot, the paddle mm-hmm. across Canada yep. And, yep. and whatnot. Across Canada. Yeah. All the way across <laughs> from, sh- from sea to shine and sea. Bye. If you had to paddle across Canada, I'm thinking you could divide this into four sections. Why wouldn't you do it all at once? Because it's like the meanest link. Sometimes people don't have that time. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you have the West Coast and the mountain section. Yeah. You have the prairie section. You have Ontario and Quebec section. And then you have the East Coast section, mm-hmm. which apparently doesn't cover New Brunswick because, you know, that's inland. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking coastal. I was saying they don't make it to the coast. Oh. <laughs> Sean's being difficult. If you were to paddle. <laughs> yeah. Across Canada. Yeah. From sea to shine in sea. What would be your favorite section? Mine? Yeah. Like I would, I would love, I, I, you know, I, I didn't really talk to Mike Rant enough about this because it never, never thought I'd actually do it. But I wonder what the section, the, the, the mountain section, BC section, like there's a lot of portage. You have to go through mountains and through some passes and stuff. But, uh, like, Wasn't like a 40 kilometer portage or something. Well, one of them was 800, I believe. 800 kilometers. An 800 kilometer portage? Yeah. That, I think, I believe that was his longest and that was through the mountains. I have to double check that one. Yeah. That seems quite far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Is that a double portage? portage? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he did it single. Trip. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to do the uh, the coastal inland portion of BC. Uh, it would be, that, I think that'd be really nice. But other than that, Definitely New Brunswick, just because I grew up paddling in New Brunswick and I'd love to, it's one of those things I've never thought I'd do again, but if I was going to do it, I'd want to do New Brunswick, just some of those, uh, some of those rivers and like, there, there's nothing really aggressive in New Brunswick. It's just kind of you, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely that definitely New Brunswick. Yeah. Wow. I see. I would, I would be along with the, the mountain region. I would, I would. If I had to pick and choose, yeah, I'd do the mountain section. Yeah. Like there's some beautiful rivers to be paddling. Mm-hmm. I'd let somebody else portage, but doing the, <laughs> the sections. Um, I've paddled some nice areas on the prairies. Oh, yeah? And Ontario and Quebec, I mean, we've done done that. There's some really beautiful spots in that. But yeah, I've never actually paddled out east. I've been out east, but I've mm-hmm. never actually paddled. It's really nice. There's lots, it's a really nice area to paddle. There's, there's not a lot of aggressive water. Uh, you can find aggressive water if you want it. Like you can do like, you know, a reversing falls or something uh, that, that could be quite interesting. But, uh, otherwise there's, it's a lot, it's a really nice area. It's a lot of treat area. There's not a lot of population centers. So a lot of the paddling would be a lot of isolation paddling. It'd be nice. You'd pop mm. through little towns here and there. In a lot of the podcasts we've done previously, there was, uh, we we covered a section up near Edmonton, and it was a, a yearly paddle that they do uh, by a manufacturer. I can't remember the details of it, but that that section is nice too. 
it's uh i would love to do new brunswick again like a nice long multi-week two to three week paddle through there mm-hmm. that would be awesome really nice yeah as much as i'd like to be out there i'd i'd think i'd stick to the rockies northern alberta yes absolutely i like it that's that was my first choice and the other one was just sentimental value because i grew up in new brunswick what about you john well you know i have not gotten out the only place in canada that i haven't really gotten yet is out in the maritimes yep so because of that i would probably say the maritimes but honestly i love the north and, and so, I mean, you got it into four sections, but I would throw a fifth section that goes across the far north. And um, I love the north, you know. There's just, yeah. man, there's just no place like it. Mm-hmm. Like up into the Yukon, Northwest Territories. Yeah. Nunavut, yeah. Nunavut. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd um, like to get up and paddle in Nunavut. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't include that section because. You're fat, thinking of a route. Of the route Canada. straight across. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I understand. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. If I, I if I were to include that northern fifth section, that would be that would wins every time, hands down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it you know it's there's just you know so few places like that on Earth, and you know so yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet bet the Maritimes would be amazing. It would be, yeah. eh, except if Derek was there. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone now, so you know to go over there now. Is, okay. Uh, let's take a quick break here. Well, and we you come didn't tell back. us where you, you just kind of briefly said BC. Yeah. And Northern Alberta. Oh yeah. Yeah. Earlier, when we talked about it beforehand, you were like mumbling about Quebec and stuff and. Oh, Quebec and Ontario. We've, we've yeah. been there. We've done that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I'd like to paddle some, and, some, some yeah. <laughs> places out East, but, uh, no, I'd probably stay in Northern Alberta. Okay. Yeah. Now, and two, before you take a break, can I just say Brett, Elias and Tundra. Um, as you're coming through and you get into Paddling Ventures Radio's backyard, um, <laughs> please, please look up Derek. <laughs> Hit him with a paddle. Here, I've got his, here's my phone. I'm going to give you his personal number right now. Oh, it is don't area, do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just look me up on Facebook. I'll drive you to his house. Five, five, <laughs> five, 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 one, two, one, two. Five, 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 five. <laughs> Five, what street? Let's see, I know this. <laughs> I'll take a picture, I'll send you directions. I will edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break here and we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about John's podcast uh, that's coming up. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. 
We are going to talk about John Van Berger. It's the John Van Berger show now. And Woo. talking about him with him here instead of behind his back. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's <laughs> yeah, a lot that's, isn't it? That must feel odd for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we got rig notes on. Good thing they stuck those notes that say, don't call John names. <laughs> yes, John is Remember, on he's the hearing. call. <laughs> yeah, he can hear us. Uh, <laughs> John, let's talk about the new podcast. Yeah. How's it going? What it's going well. It's a um, little later start than what we had hoped, but you know that that uh, expression, "you don't know what you don't know." Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's uh, we've been putting together the the podcast for the last several months, and and it's it's been uh, a huge learning curve, but it's been a lot of fun, and I've been able to talk to a lot of really cool people, and yeah. So I mean. I'm I'm pretty excited. We're going to premiere it next Tuesday, May 25th. On a Tuesday? On a Tuesday. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Everybody releases and does things on Tuesdays. <laughs> well, I thought about Thursday, and then I thought, <laughs> what's going on podcast-wise on Thursdays? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Because you do that Thursdays when Ben Stacy was doing his... Two Men in a Canoe thing. That was on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gail does her Get Outside Twitter chat oh, on Tuesdays. Tuesday. Dennis does his Dennis on Tuesdays. Dennis does his uh, Canoe Hound Adventure on Tuesdays. Right? Mm-hmm. But Tuesday night. So mine will be up at about 5 a.m. East Coast time or so. So if people are driving to work, if anyone's allowed to drive to it's work. Like 5.30 in Newfoundland. You know. So, uh, yeah, so they'll be able to, to listen to it on the drive and... Yeah, hopefully they'll hopefully they'll enjoy it. Excellent, awesome. And what is it called? It is called the Outdoor Kind Adventure Show. And what we wanted to do with this is the way we're setting it up is that it will include um, obviously safety. Safety is the key element. We we want somebody to come away from every episode with some additional knowledge on safety, whether it's you know like fire safety, which is a huge thing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Or, you know, anything with paddling safety or, or hiking, whatever it might be. Sharp and objects. Sharp objects, yeah. <laughs> and so what we want to do is, is have them get that. And, you know, as part of the episode, some of our, sometimes they'll come through our guests. With, uh, we're going to have a guest interview every week. Right. And sometimes that will be a, a special segment. And then we're going to, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like, we started out with a real narrow view of what this was, and then it was like, well, wait a minute. Why am I thinking about this so narrowly? What? I, it's my podcast. I can do anything I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so then we, you know, I, I was talking and, and uh, with Jan about it, and it's like, I love music. Why don't we play out with, you know, like a, a band that has a, a strong connection to the outdoors or an artist or something? And Iron Maiden. What's that? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Motley Crue. Actually, I talked with them yesterday. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, And so, yeah, so we're going to, and then we'll play out with a a song from an independent artist because, you know, they've they've had such a rough time during COVID. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not as big a deal for a, a main label artist, right? Because they're still selling tracks and stuff online but for for independent artists it's been it's been brutal so well yeah we've we've also said the support your local bands and whatnot especially the when code first started going down and they were all doing the online 
right you know jam sessions and stuff and we've yes. we've pretty much dedicated ourselves to supporting all the local brewers mm-hmm. so we, we give them a lot of support yep helping them out yes. yep so yeah if you got to support your local uh your local bands and they're good to you yeah and so we're gonna do that and then we're gonna let people know if they like the you know the music they hear where they can go hear more and maybe pick some up and help them excellent um we are we're going to have a rotating group of co-hosts and we've got three of the four selected now we're in the process of of choosing that last one so i'm not going to mention you know the names of of everyone yet but um yeah it's it's pretty cool they're all you know amazing really out you know active outdoors types so that's pretty fun cool that wasn't an option to me Oh, sorry, Derek. Sorry, buddy. Is that my outside voice? Well, I, you know, I, I was the I only one you... dumb enough to do it. Well, I look at guy. you as, sort of as a model for this, and I said, "Okay, now what does Derek do? What do you know? What do we want our co-hosts to do?" And I, I looked at it and said, "Derek brings him beer all the time." Oh. Yeah. So I think that my co-host should send me whiskey. There you go. Yeah, that's a great. So that's part of the interview process for this. The better the whiskey, the higher <laughs> the talent. The higher their paycheck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was so many zeros on that paycheck, there wasn't a room for another number at the front. Yeah, there's no <laughs> room for the one. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, but you're, I mean, off air, I we have chats about the behind the scenes of the editing and yeah. and all that and how sometimes it's just a pain in the butt and, you know, there's this little noise you're hearing and this little thing, and you got to edit this out and edit that out. And are you enjoying that part? It is fun. You know, it's actually. Oh, you just like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I'm on a tough deadline, and yeah, no, I, I, I've enjoyed learning it. I've, you know, it's cool to have. You know, when you pull open, like I'm editing it in Audacity, the sound program. Yeah. And when you pull that up, it's completely empty. And so then you've got this hour, you know, whatever it's going to be to fill that in with, you know, with conversation and an interview and music. And yeah, it's, it's, it's fun putting that together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty cool. So we did a, we did a sneak preview Mother's Day edition that we put out and uh, we interviewed Linda DeCock and her daughter, Allison. Right. And that's up online now. So if anyone wants to hear it, you'll get a sense of what the interviews are and such are going to be like. And they're really cool. They they go out and take these these great trips, mother daughter trips. Some really some, you know, great places and, and they're fun and they're smart and funny. And and so that's kind of what we'd like it to be. So the Mother's Day special is out there right now. It's on all the podcast sites. Um, so you can find that pretty easily. It's actually probably Basically, every place you can find Paddling Adventures Radio, right? Yeah, we just look over our shoulder and you're always there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, we, uh, we even posted a link to it on uh, our Facebook page there a couple days back. That's true. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so we, we did the, we've got our first episode for next Tuesday. And we were looking at it going like, okay, who do you get for your first guest? You know? And it was like, well, what if we don't have just one guest? You know, again, it was that thing of, what if we don't limit it? What, who? Do, so um, we have nine guests. Wow! On, on the first episode. episode. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know a bunch of them. I mean, you've talked to some of them. Um, 
Tori Baird. Yeah, we've had Kevin Callan. Had him on. He was our oh, very, he was our first, very guest. first guest. Well, right, actually, yeah. he was our he was on our first show. He was actually our oh, second, second guest. guest. Yes, because Carolyn Hislop of yeah. the Canadian Canoe Museum yeah. was our first one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, you know, Camper Christina will be on. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Evanson. Um, James Raffin is going to be on, which we were really excited about. His yeah. he just had a book out this last fall called Ice Walker. Yes. And he did uh, a, a a Zoom thing or something presentation. Yeah, a little while ago. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 a great book, and so we get to talk to him about that. Jerry Vandiver and Chad Willemson. So then, then we have two super secret special guests, but I'm not going to say who those are. <laughs> the Pope and the Queen, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Yeah, <laughs> my buddy Justin. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. So, yeah. And uh, Jerry and Caitlin uh, have done a actually a world premiere song performance. So they're debuting a new song. Wow! But they've never performed before. So they're it's called Seattle Mist, and they it's a, it's a great tune. And so that's what we're going to be playing out with on our first podcast. So awesome! That's yeah, I kind of got like that. That's that's yeah. really neat. So, so it's, it's all coming together then nicely. Yeah, it's coming together. Good. Well, nicely, we'll see. You let me know on <laughs> Tuesday night. So. There was lots of swearing in it. <laughs> right. I've got the five-second delay and a buzzer ready to go. So. Um, oh, he's playing it super safe. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, you know, no uh, drunken outdoorsman, you know, dropping the F-bombs. We're work. We're a class act over here, you know? <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get over that. Yeah. <laughs> Talking 275 uh, episodes of experience here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You just got to be careful. You have Alan oh, Drummond on. Yeah, you get Alan Drummond on there. Watch out. <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> the buzzer will be going off all the time. That's true, yeah. So, no, it is cool, like, you know, and, and looking at the, what you guys have done and, and the way you put it all together and stuff, so... It's, um, yeah, it's coming together. I think we're, we're breaking it out into different segments and, and we've got some different, uh, things we're going to try that, that are kind of fun and, and some regular segments that we'll be doing every, you know, every week. So. Awesome. Yeah. So I hear there's this one, uh, segment you're looking at doing mm-hmm. and it has something to do with donuts. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. That's, that caught my eye. <laughs> That's right. It's a segment called the Baker's Dozen, yeah. and while I wish it had something to do with donuts, it's basically just the name <sighs> that involves donuts because it is thirteen questions for each and every guest that comes on the show. We're going to ask them the same thirteen questions or same Baker's Dozen. So no donuts involved. No, no donuts involved. <sighs> well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the questions? Uh, well, the questions what, what kind of are questions? the questions are involve outdoors stuff, non outdoors stuff, silly stuff. I can ask you guys the questions right now. Ah, sounds good. Yeah. Do you want one of us to leave the room first? Do we what? get a preview of the questions? No, you get no preview. You have no, to be no, surprised no. by them, eh? Yes, that's that. Yeah. <clears throat> I plead yeah. the fifth. Well, I tell you what. I why plead don't... the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> let's, let's do. do we uh, got the fifth up here. <laughs> yeah 
That's not in your constitution. You can't plead no. that. <laughs> Shush you. <laughs> okay, so uh, you know what? let's do the baker's dozen. Derek, leave. <laughs> There's the door. Don't let it hit your butt on the way out. Do you want to do this live? Do you want to walk out live? Do you want to do this right now? Yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay, let's do this. Okay, I'll walk out Go upstairs, live. use the bathroom, get a drink, whatever. <laughs> Take your phone. I'll text you when you come back. Okay. Go play with the HR committee. <laughs> I'll be back Neighbors are going Hey there's a strange man In their bedroom there What's, what's going on <laughs> And while he's gone We'd like to say We apologize once again To Brett Casey <laughs> And the dog Tundra <laughs> And everybody in BC And That's past right. Past New Brunswick That's right uh, Oh Okay Okay so. so how does this work My friend so Baker's Dozen, I ask you these, and they're sort of lightning round-ish, and you basically say the first thing that comes to your mind Pickles. when you hear these questions. Okay. You good? I'm good. All right, here we go. Question one. Favorite outdoors place? The water. <laughs> okay. Best thing that has ever happened to you outdoors? Face-to-face -face with a black wolf about 20 feet apart. Very cool. Favorite North American animal? Uh, oh, I was going to say the platypus, but that's not North American. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do the wolf. Okay. Worst life form on the planet. Oh, there was this guy in grade five. <laughs> he shall remain nameless. The worst <laughs> life form, uh, disease is a life form, is it not? It is. Specifically the one going around currently. That's the worst. Okay. There we go. Favorite campfire beverage. The Sean Tequila Sunrise with tequila okay. and tang. Oh. Yeah, you don't get a hangover from it. Ask anybody that's had one. Like the astronauts will tell you that? <laughs> More than just them. <laughs> okay. All-time favorite musical artist or group? Def Leppard. All right. One luxury item you generally take outdoors with you? Oh, is water pump a, are we talking no, canoe trips or? That's sort of mandatory. Well, oh, that's any, mandatory. any sort yeah. of trip. But. Uh, luxury item? Yeah. I, a, a, a thermarest. Okay. Yeah. Earliest, earliest memory in the outdoors. Uh, Mosquito Creek in the Rocky Mountains, Alberta. Fishing. Okay. Trout. How old were you? Oh, I would have been six-ish, five, okay. six. Yeah. All right. Cats, dogs, or? Platypuses. Platypuses. <laughs> platypuses. You, you corner the illegal platypus market in Canada, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, definitely dogs. Okay. If I can't have a platypus or a kangaroo. Your ultimate bucket list trip activity and destination. It has been for the longest time going to Banks Island, uh, paddling from one end to the other. Um, but since I've been to Iceland, I would love to go spend like a couple months just paddling, hiking, driving Iceland. Okay. Yeah, it's an amazing place, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. All right. The most frightened you have ever been outdoors was? Frightened? Frightened, yeah. Maybe when the lights came on and I wasn't home yet as a kid. 
Okay. Because, you know, be home when the lights get on or your mom's going to be very angry. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually been frightened outdoors. Okay. Like, I mean, you hear a bump in the night or something, but uh, it's like, what? what's that? And you know it's got to be a frog or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Favorite book of any kind on any topic. And we probably have to adjust that one for Eric or for Derek. For Derek, yeah. <laughs> Um, I will go with The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings because I've been reading those since I was introduced to them in grade five. And they are sort of what started me actually reading. My grade five teacher read us The Hobbit and from there it was, yeah, that, that was my big reading kick. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I got in trouble when I was in, it was like sixth grade, maybe seventh grade when I was. You know, I was told to go to bed, and I was under the covers with the flashlight reading The Hobbit. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I love those books. Love those books. Yep. Favorite outdoors smell? Favorite outdoors smell? Mm. Uh, you know what? S- uh, springtime, when you're going down a river, and all the, the fresh um, flowers and dirt, you know, you get that, that yep. wet dirt smell mixed with Ooh. the flowers. When you're going yep. down a river. Nice. I believe that ghosts do or do not exist. Let me ask my friend here. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they <laughs> exist. Okay. Most amazing thing you've ever seen outdoors? Besides me? <laughs> um, we, we, <laughs> no one has answered it that way before, by the way. <laughs> I was looking in this mirror when I was out in the middle of nowhere. Hey, handsome. Uh, we went on a trip up to Hailstorm Creek in Algonquin Park in June and saw 34 moose in one shot. Wow. It's, it's a big collection of moose around this big, apparently it was, the I was told at the time it was the highest collection of, or concentration of moose in North America in spring. Wow. 34 of them at one go. Cool. All right. Your secret superpower is... Um, eating. Okay. <laughs> uh, my super, my my secret superpower would be joking when people are panicking. Okay. The sense of humor, because okay. you 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 know people are starting to panic about stuff, and you just start throwing some humor in there, and people look at you like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Come on! And next thing you know, people it, it lightens the mood, and you get a couple of people joking, and and the yeah. panic panic level comes down. Okay. Last question. The worst thing about Derek Specht is? Uh, when he insists that he bought that organic kosher um, beer by accident. And we, we know <laughs> it wasn't an accident. What is it? Organic kosher light, or sorry, non-alcoholic beer. He said it was an accident. The worst thing about him is that lie. <laughs> it, it wasn't an accident. We know he probably drinks it at home. <laughs> All right. Well, that's your baker's dozen. Awesome. That's that's Very pretty good. cool. So you're going to do that with everybody? Everybody that comes on the show, yeah. So it's kind of fun because you, and some of the answers are between people, you know, you, it's fascinating. It's really interesting what people, what people say, you know? Yeah. See, like how many people are going to say, you know, the greatest thing in the outdoor is me? Except for, yeah, I don't think anybody will. Except me. It's because I'm, I'm unique. I'm, you, un- yep. I'm unique. I'm an yes, original. Yes, you are. <laughs> Sean Rowley, original. 
<laughs> That's right. All right. I texted him to come back down, but he may be asleep on the couch for all I know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Probably went to Costco or something, you know. Yeah, well, don't get me started on Costco. Uh, we're, we're doing the whole order food from from grocery stores now and ordering yep. stuff from Walmart now. And, yep. Um, yep. Because you you – They'll send you, oh, your stuff's ready, and you hit a thing on my way, and you park it, you get there, and you say, I'm on spot one, I'm in a gray vehicle, or whatever, and right. they you put down your tailgate, and I put baskets in the back of my truck, and they, some kid comes out and loads all your groceries and stuff into uh, the baskets, and waves at you, says yep. thanks, and you say thanks, close up your tailgate, and off you go, so you're not going into the, the right. crowds that are happening in the grocery stores and stuff, and... You know what I want? I want Novacraft to do that. Just drop off stuff? Or no, I show like up and... You, you go do the pickup. You order it online. You pull up, you know, outside the outside the factory. You mark, you know, send a text. I'm here. And they come out and they bring you a new boat and they put it on top of your car. And, you know? That'd be awesome. Except for that you, that you still got to pay for it thing. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that. Because if but... they got rid of that, oh, you know, it'd be great. It mm. would be... Buy one, get one free, because I can hold like two, three canoes on top of my truck. <laughs> right? Well, see, and when you said that about Whitewater, you know, I pulled up the Novacraft site and I was looking at their Whitewater canoes when you said that. And I'm like, ooh, you know? Mm-hmm. Because mm. I, I want to I wanna get a 15-foot prospector for, you know, and, and that, uh, that blue steel, that really yeah. lightweight blue steel and for, you know, for some of the trips and stuff coming up and... Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Uh, like I say, I've been hemming and hawing for a while since all this was going, and I just got invited on a three-week trip that I had to turn down, but there would have been white water in it and everything like that, so it's like... <sighs> yeah. You know. Yeah. But, yep. yep. So Derek's back. Hey, Derek, how are you going? <laughs> Nothing bad was said about you at all. Uh, oh, of course Nothing. not. Of course not. Of course not. Now, he's, this will be the one show that he listens to. <laughs> skip to the end skip to the end <laughs> so you know the first thing i did when i went upstairs is when i opened my phone it's like okay i'll sit here and whatever and uh maybe i'll google top 13 questions people ask and stuff like that but anyways as soon as i as soon as i open unlock my phone it i and i reflexively hit it i wasn't even thinking it said update phone boom oh no it's <laughs> late <laughs> That's good because I texted you and I was in there. Okay, I just texted Derek, but for all I know, he's falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> going to be upstairs and going to be cuddled up with two cats. <laughs> it takes yeah. forever for a phone to update. Yeah. <laughs> you, you new to phones, are you? First day on the internet, Derek. Well, you know what? I, I, I didn't mean to, if I, in hindsight, it's like, no, delay the update. <laughs> I I do, up to everybody else will do updates and they'll go, oh, you got an update from like three months ago. Yeah, okay, yeah. No one else has screamed and cried bloody murder yet, so I know, I'll I... update. Yeah. It's been three months. Yeah. Nobody's complained too heavily. Yeah. Okay, so let's go on with your baker's dozen here, Derek. All right. You ready, Derek? I am. Okay. By the way, cheating, cheating to try to get an edge by by Googling the top 13 questions people ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or any okay. Th- find out if any trust of these me, are Trust me, I didn't here. do it because uh, yeah. my phone was updating. Yeah, trust yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Are you ready? No. 
<laughs> do you need to do you need to borrow his phone and Google these questions? No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> do you need to stretch? <laughs> okay, question number one. Here we go. Favorite outdoors place. Favorite outdoor place. That's that's really. How do you pick one spot? Lightning round, buddy. Lightning first, round. Lightning round. First thing that comes to mind. Strathcona Park, Vancouver Island. Okay. Best thing that ever happened to you outdoors? <laughs> My mom <Not> dad. <laughs> Not Keep that. Keep it clean. <laughs> and you know everybody's going to want to see that. <laughs> Best thing outdoors. Uh, what comes to mind is there was a really, it was, it was kind of scary, but kind of exciting. Uh, me and the family got caught in a sudden thunderstorm downpour. Like it was wicked wind and rain and flashing lightning. And that's weird for a favorite one, but it really kind of, the whole family kind of gathered together. We quickly put up a tarp and it was like, I just remember that as a really exciting time. I don't know why it's weird, but uh, we actually were worried we're going to all die. But uh, in hindsight, it was uh, <laughs> it was an awesome death. <laughs> an awesome way to go. <laughs> all right, favorite North American animal. I instant want to say the beaver, but it's not a beaver. Platypus. <laughs> Platypus <laughs> is, is a different continent. <laughs> I'm just going to stick with a beaver. Okay. Worst life form on the planet. Worst life form. Oh, there's yeah. so many. <laughs> <laughs> Derek hates everyone. So and everything alive. Apparently. Okay. So I'll give you a top three. Um, okay. So mosquitoes. Yep. Emerald ash borer beetle, and okay. uh, zebra mussels. Wow. Okay. I always think that if I could get my hand on the Infinity Gauntlet. I would instantly get rid of those three, and then I'd be like a million bucks a pop. What do you want me to get rid of? Who do you want me to kill? <laughs> I don't think it works that way. <laughs> you know, do you remember, Derek, by the way, when, and I'm taking a deviation here from the 13, uh, from the Baker's Dozen, but, sure. you know, when I got stung by the, or bit by the spider on the way home from the Yukon, Oh yeah. and you started sending me all these things about things that will lay their eggs in your oh, skin yeah. and everything. <laughs> Check out this video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got all kinds of those. This is before I even knew you well, you know. <laughs> I remember that. You're going to get those videos now. <laughs> all right. Back to the list. Sure. Favorite campfire beverage. Favorite campfire beverage. So I, me and my wife have made this in a long time, uh, but it, we, it was uh, called a chocolate monkey. It's a... Uh, Creme de cacao, vodka. I can't remember the third one. I haven't made it in a while. Like a, we, normally, we just we kind of gotten away from that kind of stuff. But uh, but yeah, it's it's like a it's a warm martini, chocolate monkey. Hmm. Okay. It's easy to mix. Right. You mix it up. You don't have to do anything special. It sits in a flask and. Yeah. Okay. But now it's okay. just whiskey. I'll Google that. And now it's just whiskey. Out. Right. Whiskey is just, just standard fare. It's not, it's like, it's just easy. But that was like fun when me and my wife used to start, when we started going camping. And now they have two kids. Yes. So, <laughs> so yeah. So one's named Chocolate, one's named Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. All 
all-time favorite musical artist or group? I don't have one. No I, one? I, so this is one of the things I was saying. He's going to ask me music. He's going to ask me music. Please don't let him ask me music. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm weird that way. I, growing up, it's not until recently that I started liking music, really. Before, it was yeah. always just elevator music. It's just something that goes on in the background. And mm-hmm. uh, when I started to... Uh, you know, have a diverse palette for music. It was, uh, I kind of got into jazz and I like jazz. And okay. so I would say the genre is jazz, but uh, you know, there's, there's a, there's a few in jazz that I do like, but it's, uh, it's, it's, there's no real one person. Okay. Let's call Siobhan because, you know, she's got great musical taste. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, this yeah, she's, from the guy she does. She's uh, she's got her collection. <laughs> like so, her favorite is Jack Johnson. That's uh, Siobhan's favorite uh, musician, and she'll mm-hmm. like she. <laughs> we were listening to we listen to it every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! I listen to Hollow Notes because my wife loves Hollow Notes. So you know, I got one of their tapes. Yeah. See, you, you, there's, there's sacrifices you have to make, Derek. <laughs> yeah, Derek. <laughs> social, just right. say social distortion. I, I did a, I went last concert I went to before my adult years was uh, the Beach Boys. It was in the Maritimes, and then I didn't go to a single concert until my wife dragged me off to a Jack Johnson concert. Hmm. So Jack Johnson yeah. is his favorite because he's been to one of their concerts and listens to it on weekends. <laughs> <That's right>. Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> One luxury item you generally take outdoors. Luxury item. Yeah. Luxury item. It's always changing. I used to bring a harmonica until I realized that I just couldn't learn how to play it. And then, (laughs) so I used to solo trip a lot. Then then it was... uh, Because you had a harmonica. (laughs) (laughs) And an accordion. (laughs) And then I started bringing carving tools and I would like carve and and a couple trips I, uh, you know, I car I, for two trips I carved a paddle. So, but mm-hmm. luxury, there's no, I, I have so many luxury items that, that I always carry heavy. Mm-hmm. So there's, but there's no real one that really sticks out. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I All could right. say toilet paper or something. <laughs> That's a luxury item, right? Instead of using yeah. leaves. I don't know. I think that falls under uh, mandatory. You know, <laughs> um, but that may be why you solo trips. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. maybe the harmonic and maybe. the accordion weren't the deal. <laughs> <laughs> why won't people come right. with me? How about your your earliest memory in the outdoors? Earliest memory in the outdoors. So me and my buddies. So I grew up in New Brunswick. Me and my buddies would in the summer we would always go camping, and. Uh, I wouldn't really call it camping. We would build a lean-to shelter and uh, drag some uh, some food that mom made, and we'd go off and we'd uh, camp at night. And uh, so I don't know if I was coming down with something. Anyways, first memory is that me and my my cousin and my and my best friend were camping, and uh, I was like puking outside of the lean-to <laughs> in the middle of the night. I was like I don't know, thirteen or something. Okay. So that always sticks in my. It's always the traumas that stick in your head, right? You always remember those traumas. <laughs> and the rest of us Actually, laugh at your traumas. John remembered puppies and rainbows. When, yeah. In his question, yeah. puppies and puppies rainbows. and rainbows, buddy, and unicorns. Yeah. So that was the <laughs> LSD years and platypuses. Yeah, that was back in the seventies. <laughs> All right. Next question: Cats, dogs, or 
I used to be a dog person. Now I'm a cat person. Uh, but I, I, I think dogs. Uh, and but it's they're a lot of work, so that's why I have cats now. Okay. Ultimate bucket list trip activity and destination. So I'm going to probably guess that me and Sean share this one. This is something we both came across and we've talked about it so many times and it's really stuck wedged in my head. And if I I tell you, if I win the lottery or if I find uh, somebody to team up with, it's going to be Banks Island. Okay, there you go. And it was, you're right. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just like one of those marriage shows, you yeah. know, where you have to ask, yeah. <laughs> you I guys knew you said you like... liked my cooking! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the most frightened you have ever been outdoors was? I think I've told this story on the podcast before. The most frightened I was, it was, uh, uh, I went camping with my friend Barb, and uh, we were on Burnt Island Lake in Algonquin, and... Uh, and it probably set me, it, what set the whole night kind of got set up. There was like this, you know how you hear something padding through the leaves? You hear the yep. crunch, thump, crunch, thump. And it's like, so we were kind of, it, it, it was lights out. And it was like, what's that? I don't know. So <laughs> we were kind of freaking out. And then something hit the tent. And I suddenly flipped on the headlamp. I was freaking out. My heart was in my throat. And I saw the outline of a frog (laughs) hanging off the side of the tent. And so it took a while to get back to sleep after I flicked the frog off the tent. And, uh, And then within a couple hours, we heard the same thing again. And so this time it was like, it's like, I've got to say something. <laughs> so, I, so I just kind of popped up and I thought if it's that frog again, it's going to keep hopping. But if it's not the frog, who knows what it is. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so again, I just said, Hey, I just yelled out, Hey, and, uh, suddenly this thing shuffled past the tent and quickly hit the water and it was just a lot of splashing and then i heard it splash down the coast and it was like the heart was in my throat again it's like what was that i've never had anything in camp before right i've heard Uh stuff in the distance and anyways like so we were by the time we started to calm down there was a campsite just right down in the cove around from us and it sounded like somebody was being murdered it was like the voice of a 16 year old girl and she screamed for like five minutes and so apparently whatever it was that came through our site, either a moose or a bear, wandered down the coast and cut into their <laughs> into their campsite. And like no. at the crack of dawn, there's four canoes, thump, 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 heading out towards the out, output, the put out. <laughs> it was like, oh, they've had enough. <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, it was, it's, it, I think the frog kind of get, gets your blood going. It's like, what's that? And then yeah. something heavy shuffled through. I'm I'm convinced it, you you can hear when a moose walks by. You can hear its knuckles cracking. Right? You can hear the mm-hmm. the, the, the bones hitting bone when they, because they're just too big. It's like they're like a cow. So I think yeah. it might have been a bear. It was heavy enough to be something bigger than like you know whatever. So I'm yeah. I'm convinced it was a bear that just kind of shuffled past our tent after I yelled hey. Long so that was frog. I, that one. That one always sticks in my head. It just scared the crap out of me, right? And this was fairly early into my camping, so I was still yep. nervous about animals at night and stuff like that. And and so it was, uh, yeah. It, now it, it's whatever. I'm not too concerned about stuff like that. But back then, it was like it was a holy crap moment. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Really, this the frog this... seemed to scare me more than the bear, though. <laughs> 
this this question is probably unfair for you. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it anyway. Okay. Sure. Your favorite book of any kind on any topic. <laughs> hey, this is a setup. There's a this caveat a that you've read. <laughs> Yeah, you have to have read it. It just can't look good on the show. Comic books do not count. <laughs> I'm not going to remember the author. Or how about I look up the author? Let me just. F- good book. Oh, hey. No, 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 no. <laughs> author of the cruel lie. That's not the right one. That's not the right one. So it's lie is spelled L Y E. This uh, okay. this science fiction writer, he uh, it's not Asimov. It's one. It's somebody like that. Anyways, okay. he wrote this book, and it's called The Cruel Lie. Cruel is spelled funny. Lie is spelled funny. But it, the, throughout the whole book, every single word had a double or a triple meaning. So uh, there's a horse in it called the nightmare it was a big it was a black horse it was a, like the nightmare and Piers Anthony Piers Anthony there you go so it was uh, that one always sticks in my head and I'm I'm looking forward to my daughter uh, being old enough to kind of get into because it's it's a really tricky book I first read it as a as a teenager and I had to read it again in my 20s it gets mm-hmm. better every time I read it. It gets better. It's just one of those books. It's you. You really got to think when you read it because it's uh, it's it. It has a play on words constantly, and it's just okay. one of those things. And uh, it just kind of sticks in my hand. And the second favorite would be uh, I think it's called God's Hand. I think it might be the same author, but it's it's. Just, I was into science fiction back then, so this one always stuck in my head. And every time I tell somebody a story about uh, stuff like that, it, this this book pops into my okay. head. All right. Okay. Favorite outdoor smell? Uh, lawn mowing? <laughs> <laughs> That's from earlier. <laughs> Favorite outdoor That's... smell? I like lilacs. I like the okay. smell of lilacs. In the spring when they're blooming and you're walking down, it's that it catches you by surprise. You're walking down the street or you're walking through the forest and it's like, oh, smell that. Look at that. It's a, it's a, it's a delicate smell. It's light. And uh, it's not overpowering. It's a it's a nice light outdoor smell. I just kind of like it. Okay, and you're not the only person to say that, by the way, which is cool. Um, don't all right, look at me. I believe. <laughs> What's that? So don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that ghosts do or do not exist. I want to believe they exist. Okay. So right. I'm, it's like one of those things. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I don't believe in God, but I'm going to hold my, uh, I, I'm going to kind of hold that one just in case he does. It's like, well, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> there's, there's enough weird stuff that goes on that, that is like, maybe they do, but I kind of don't think they do, but I want to believe they exist. <laughs> you have your suspicions. So I'll have to say that, no, I don't believe they exist, but I want them to. Okay. All right. Camper Christina's answer on this one, by the way, was was so far one of the best. Um, Most amazing thing you have seen outdoors? Most amazing thing I've seen outdoors. (laughs) Sean's across the table, stroking his beard, looking at me. It's like, no, you're not it. (laughs) 
most amazing thing I've seen outdoors. Um, the same trip with the frog, with the trip with Barb. We were, mm-hmm. it was on Shipigou Lake and, uh, we were up early in the morning and we looked out. It would be to the east side of the island. We were on ship, the island on Shipigou and <clears throat> I scanned and every little bay that I looked at as I scanned across the lake, there was like a mother and a baby in one and mother and another. And there was another moose. It was like, there must've been seven or eight moose that none of them were that close together, but they mm-hmm. were, it was, there was a lot of moose out on that lake this morning. I just, it was early morning. There was mist. The sun was just starting to come up. And so the, the, the sky was just the right color. And man, if I had a camera, it was like, whoa, but it was just, I was just blown away by just seeing so many moose at one time in my eyes at the same time. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. kind of, it's like in everywhere you look, there's moose. It's like, why is there so many? What's going on? They weren't close to each other. Like these bays were far, far apart, but it was yeah. really amazing. It was really cool. Cool. Does that sound familiar to you? Not at all. Oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Hailstorm all right. Creek. Oh, a moose? 34. 30 what wow yeah all at once yeah. or just that whole all at trip once. yeah kevin and i were on a trip i got video one of those little video co- recorders How of are it they so many in one place it's the biggest concentration of moose moose in north america Did they have it was con- in june was there a concert or something were they oh there was a concert <laughs> they i were tell you what they were doing wow it was a jack johnson concert <laughs> <laughs> It's chocolate monkey going around. <laughs> nudge, nudge, See, wink, wink. I didn't get the enjoyment <laughs> of making right. fun of Sean's questions. <laughs> Wasn't there something at the original Woodstock Festival about that? About the, there's a bad chocolate monkey there's going a around. Bad chocolate monkey going around. <laughs> All right. Uh, getting down to the last couple here. Your like secret superpower already. is? Oh, superpower. So... <laughs> it's like one of those things it's like do i want to fly so in my dreams i'm always flying but then okay. it's like for practicality it's like i don't want to fly i want to be able to teleport so you want to be what teleport i want to be able to jump oh. okay but in my dreams i'm always flying it's like i'm i i i, I, I seem <laughs> to fly a lot in maybe my just dreams. seeing yourself teleport slowly so i would say i want to i want to teleport but for some reason in my dreams i'm always flying Okay. It saves me a lot. When I fall off buildings, I can suddenly fly. Lifesaver mm. in a dream. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And your last question. This is what we're asking everyone these questions. Okay. okay. Last okay. one. This one's not just the me. Worst, worst thing about Sean Rowley is... <laughs> worst thing. There's... It's, it's hard so to many. nail it down. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's like a spectrum. It's like uh, it's like looking at a double rainbow. It's like how do you nail down which is that color that just gets under your skin the most? <laughs> it's it's really hard. <laughs> Come on, start throwing them out there. Come on, <laughs> I can take it as good as I can give it. Uh, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> It's All getting right. hot in here. Let me just fan myself with this pink piece of paper. Derek's name on it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not. I mean, these are the legitimate questions I ask everyone. The 
last one maybe I added. It might be a special one. <laughs> yeah. Was that a baker's dozen plus one? <laughs> that one may not be on the others, but I may add it now. <laughs> I lost track of your questions. I am thinking, he's already asked 18. <laughs> <laughs> Question number 74. So, so here's the thing. Baker's dozen is... is you know, for someone who may not know the term, it's, it's 13. It's, you know, when you get 13 donuts instead of 12, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it as a bonus situation. Doesn't necessarily mean there's one extra question. There could be several extra questions. That works. Yeah. James, <laughs> James Rappin caught me on that. He's like, this is a lot more than uh, 13 here. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you know. So do you change up the questions or is it all the same? Because these people, are all the same. Well, you know, eventually we'll change them up. Right? You'd have as, to as because people through, will but, catch but on. But everybody and... is answering these same questions and it's really fun to hear the different approaches and, mm-hmm. you know, so many different experiences with like this group of people, like just those first, you mm-hmm. know, group that, that I listed, you know, that such a wide diversity of experiences. And, and so to hear their, you know, their, I mean, it's just fun to listen to, right? Mm-hmm. Fun to hear what to say. So that's actually been really fun in, in doing the interview. I can imagine. Eh? It's like, uh, so this reminds me of, uh, so Stephen Colbert, he has a series, I, I think it's seven questions. It's uh, it's it's the best way to get to know a person type thing. And so I've seen him, I've seen him do it with various artists and actors and actresses and stuff like that. And he uh, stole that from me. I, that's what I was yeah, thinking. What I it's, like, it's like, it's <laughs> like, bastard but we'll 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 make it faster so we'll only have the questions <laughs> yeah that's right he's on network he has commercials so, yeah you know yeah yeah when i get commercials it goes down to seven yeah there you go yeah Here when you know. i get network commercials and i'm rolling in the big bucks mm-hmm. lightning round one question <laughs> <laughs> what day and is it 40, <laughs> and 40 minutes of ads there you yes, go yes <laughs> anyway so yeah so that's what we're doing and and uh it's been fun and and you know hopefully people enjoy it and tune in yeah that was fun it was yeah. pretty cool you know what like when we when we first started all of this we figured oh yeah i would just boom bang boom and throw out this podcast or this this radio show which and, is what we did and then you start getting into things and mm-hmm. realize okay well we're not doing this next week <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't work <laughs> Derek's book club sucks yeah. <laughs> Derek's book club alright Derek's book club yay what do you it read it seemed oh. like such a great idea was I supposed to actually read it uh, hang on a second <laughs> go to commercial I didn't think this out I really didn't think this book club thing out <laughs> yeah this week on Derek's book club Sean reads <laughs> but what's funny is uh like reading i very much enjoy reading it's yeah. just with work and stuff i don't have time but uh i was on I, it was it was spring break and uh i had found this book jack carr and uh i ended up reading i ended up i found one hard copy the his third in the series and then i went and bought the neck the the first two and the last one like immediately after that so within a span of two weeks i read four novels I'm going to raise my hand and call you a liar. (laughs) Ask Siobhan, ask Siobhan. How much did you pay her? (laughs) His writing skills is is amazing. Like he's just, his his way of describing and drawing a picture in your head, it's just, Mm -hmm. you you kind of disappear into the book. And before you know, hours have passed. It's like, this is amazing. You know, there's more authors like that, right? There are. There are quite a few. (laughs) I I found them. And it's, uh, but it's, uh, 
don't know. You just haven't tested the theory. Sometimes reading Derek's book club is like homework. <sighs> <laughs> I hate homework. This week on Derek's YouTube corner. <laughs> huh? Oh, huh? I can do that. See, you'll you be doing that all day long. Yeah. yeah. I saw this one about Russian cars smashing each other. <laughs> I love those Russian dash cam videos. <laughs> uh, well, John, you know what? Hoping uh, this really uh, works out for you. You know, all the more podcasts getting people aware of what's going on outdoors and stuff like that, you know, really helps out. So, and these times it gives people something to listen to yeah. uh, as well. Take their mind off of what's going on. Yeah. So, good luck to you. And like I say, if you need anything, just let us know we're here. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'm going to be a guest yeah. on your show, right? What's that? I'm going to be a guest on your show, right? Pick me, pick What's me, that? pick me. I'm going to be a guest Hello? on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? What's wrong with my... Dude, did you Hello? unplug my mic? Hey, what? what? Hello, What's Derek? Wrong with my mic? Derek, I can't hear you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so call me after the show, John, and... Uh... <laughs> Uh, you got anything else, Derek? I don't. John, you got anything else? Uh, n- no. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> um, uh, hang on a second here. I got one more thing here. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, we'd just like to once again, uh, Brett Casey and Elias uh, Eaterkorn and Tundra the dog. We'd like to apologize for Derek's uh, rude behavior. Uh Derek's point of view does not necessarily reflect those of the show. The opinions expressed by Derek do not necessarily <laughs> reflect the network. <laughs> These poor guys are probably out there, you know, and there's days when you're, you know, when you're, you're like expedition paddling and they're rough and you're, you're doing everything you can to get by. They'll probably pull up this, con- you know, this uh, podcast, and the first thing they hear are Derek's comments. Yeah, <laughs> and it just breaks their heart, and yeah. they stop. The we trip. were so proud of our trip <laughs> until. <laughs> Hang on, we're going back. Derek started Vancouver. Derek ruined it. Yeah, way to go, Derek. Thanks. No, yeah, no, mom. Yeah, yeah. Can you send there. bus money? <laughs> These poor guys, Derek. Way to go, Derek. Smashing the dreams, Derek. I know. Derek the dream smasher. (laughs) It's not like these guys can fly in the dream, Derek. (laughs) Are we editing any of this out? Because this is a two-hour show. (laughs) No, it's it's only like an hour and a half or something. (laughs) Anyway, uh, John, thanks for coming on this week. Hey, thank you, guys. Good to hear from you. Derek, thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download our streamer episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites and probably everywhere that you can find the Outdoor Kind podcast as well. Uh, if you can go to the episode page at Paddling Adventures Radio and listen to our stream and download all our 275 episodes. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends and family and fellow paddlers. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>